Well, a lot has happened. I shall explain everything to y'all. Well, let's start back in September when things started happening to me. Well, one of the things that happened was my grandpa's birthday. His birthday is September the 4th. So, a few days after his his birthday, we had to take him to the hospital. His foot was black and charred. It was bleeding. So, it had to be looked at as soon as possible. That's when things went south. We thought he was going to lose his foot. He had, we had a huge scared because he lost one leg already before and that was like years before but the doctors and the people didn't know if his leg was salvageable because of how much um, char it was, Gengard, like his foot was black then it was really really dark black then his actual skin tone and it was like blood and everything so we were on a journey of a process a long process and journey to see if we can salvage his foot then they told us that they could but they chopped all his toes off so he had absolutely no toes on his foot anymore now remind you all this is happening and covid is still going on and for those y'all who know that if someone's in the hospital obviously you can't see them you can't stay with them so all grandpa had was a cell phone we called him but his phone wasn't always beside him couldn't always charge it beside him or whatever and you know eventually a phone dies and it's not like he could just hop out of bed and you know charge his phone so it was a bit of a worry a bit of a scare then come to find out they told us that he needed therapy he had to go to a rehab facility so he went to like this therapy center this and for like elderly people because they told us that he would need to learn how to use his foot again learn how to pivot from his bed to the wheelchair and you know like a wheelchair to the car because he used to do those things before this happened but when this whole chopping all his toes off it was like a bit of a struggle you know he was really nervous he was like so my toes used to have support but now what is my support and his heel wasn't flat he had like a big big bump in his heel of the bottom of his foot because back then you know his foot had to get shaved off because again you know ganger and i remind you my grandpa does have diabetes and he has other health issues like you know high blood pressure and all that so now finally when he goes to the rehab the facility i could finally see him so you know i'm like i'm excited but they were like oh well you're gonna have to get a covid test and i was like all right that was my first time getting a covid test and you know i was okay with it 
so finally i get i get i can see him and it's been over a month and some days since i can see him now we're already going into october october comes and boom things get worse and when i mean things get worse things turn upside down so like i told y'all grandpa stayed at this facility rehab center where he had to learn how to use his leg again learn how to be able to stand up with one leg so he can transfer himself to the bed and you know they're supposed to give him strength they're supposed to do exercise in his arms and do a little bit of leg exercise because he only has one leg so his other leg was amputated below the knee so they wanted to give him strength so they said he needed to stay there but now let me now let me explain to you why staying at this place went south it went it went bad by all that mean being said that he was staying at a place where the people there who worked there didn't care about the patients didn't care about what's going on didn't care about absolutely anything now let me explain to you why it was bad first of all I only could see him Monday through Fridays, but I only could see him one hour a day. Whatever time I got there, one hour a day, I was only able to see him. So, yes, it was a bit of a struggle. So, when I would go and see him, you know, I would bring him some snacks, you know, I would wash him up, clean him up, you know, talk to him. And, you know, I would ask him questions like, how was your day? What have you been eating? You know? And I would ask him, you know, what kind of exercise are they doing with you? And, you know, some days they were like, we don't do exercise. We don't do anything. Now, remind you, all this is going on. And then we found out that he started to have kidney failures. So he had to go to dialysis. Now, dialysis, people go because their kidneys are not functioning well. And they have to rotate their blood and, you know, like they have like a lot of liquid in them. So while all that's going on, that's putting a stress and that's putting a lot on his body because he is older. Now, remind you that this place, this place was horrible. It was, it was so horrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it to absolutely anybody now let me explain to you why it was so horrible there was days that they forgot to feed him lunch there was days that they forgot to feed him breakfast now they were giving him heavy dosage of antibiotics heavy dosage of certain medications and we were telling the nurses and the people there like look my grandpa's here you're giving him heavy medication he needs to be able to eat y'all can't just be giving him medicine on empty stomach y'all know that his body's already sensitive things are already falling you know apart because you know at this point we've been arguing with the people at this point you know it just seems like nothing's really working so that was one of the mistakes of not feeding him every day 
because apparently there wasn't enough people working there or they would just forget and one of the biggest things was that yes um my grandpa did wear diapers and um you know sometimes they left them they left them sitting there in his poop for a very long time and you know it's just like having a kid it needs to be changed you know if somebody uses the bathroom on themselves you need to change them and you know even if he could make it to the bathroom you know he would he would have still need help for how low the toilet seat was to the ground and you know it's not easy taking a whole wheelchair inside the bathroom and these people sometimes they would leave him sitting there for an hour and you know he would call he would press the call button and nobody would come and he was he would be so upset because he was like really no one's not gonna change me you know so that was that was one of our biggest problems that we had because nobody wants to sit in their own urine for a long time nobody wants to sit in their poop for a long time and you know uh, with with him having a little bit of kidney failure, a little bit of everything, you know, towards, towards the end of all this, you know, he realizes that he started peeing on himself, and, you know, he thought that the doctor had spoke to him about it, you know, so he was upset because he was like, I don't want to smell like urine, I don't want people to think that I just pee on myself like that's just nasty and I was like I get where you're coming from and he would tell the people there and every day that I saw him there he would tell them and I would tell them but like it just seemed like everybody was ignoring us you know it made it seem like we was nothing to them and you know with COVID going on and everything I completely understand but that's no way to treat a patient that's no way to treat somebody like it was like you gotta put yourself in my position would you want your mother or your father or your grandparents would you want them sitting there in their diaper full of a poo full of your and you know it's like you can't control someone's bowel movements you know it's like yes yes uh, yes you know when your body's going to go to the bathroom but for an older person, even if they say, hey, you know, even if you would have told them they never came, you know, it was like the call light would be on and on. And, you know, no one came. And there was plenty of times where we reported and we would call the front desk and, you know, he would call us upset, angry and crying because he wanted to get out of that place. And everyone was telling us we can't get him out. We can't get him out because... Um, this is the best place for him to be in, you know, how else is he going to get therapy, how else is he going to, you know, move forward, and yes, it was a struggle, because, you know, we only can give him so much therapy here at home, but, you know, we don't know, you know, how, how much pressure or strength that we're supposed to be putting, putting on his body, and, you know, they, they told him that, he had to be very careful because uh, he, we didn't want to rip any tissue 
on his foot. We didn't want to rip out the staples or anything where he'd be gushing blood because that would be even worse. So, you know, we had to be really, really careful with him. So, the craziest thing is, finally, we get him out. So, now, we're in September. You know, he finally gets out. And, you know, he was so excited to see us. And, you know, he was telling all all the things that happened in that facility. All the bad things and, you know, all the frustrations, all his troubles. And when he got home, I remember putting him in the bed and I was his I was his home health care service so I took care of him and I remember changing him putting fresh clothes on and changing him and you know putting on a fresh diaper and I saw his scars I saw all the rashes on him from him just sitting in his diapers for hours and it hurt me and he was in so much pain his butt hurt it his butt was purple it was red it looked horrible it looked like bad bruises on his butt because he had so many rashes on him he had so many markings on him because he was never changed properly he was never cared properly and it hurt me it hurt me so much to see how can grown people that's supposed to be taking care of elderly people people who need help to re um gain their strength how could you leave someone like that how could someone even think about that that was like ridiculousness and it was crazy and you know first day getting him back home from the hospital in that facility it was rough he was weak. He was tired. The next day, things were okay. You know, he's actually eating. He's actually, you know, holding down his food. You know, yes, his butt hurts. Yes, I'm putting cream on him and different things, you know. So we're getting back into the swing. And we're, we're trying to work out our schedule because, you know... He had to go to dialysis, you know, so he's supposed to go every other day. So, you know, things are good, you know, we hang out together, things are fantastic. He's the most happiest I've ever seen him in a long time. It was beautiful just to hang out with him, just to watch a movie with him, watch TV with him, like, it was great. And then, he was home and he was gone so he's only was home for about a week going on a week being out of the hospital being out of that place and that Friday I remember everything that Friday he had to go to the hospital 
hospital and he had to go and do surgery and they were doing surgery in his arm they were putting this little fish hook this little rod this little thing that they put in your arm for people who are going to be on dialysis I stayed there all day Friday all day I spent my whole Friday at the hospital I wore the mask the whole time I got a little snack from the vending machine and stuff I waited there from the time he went in to the time he went out so they put him on heavy doses of anesthesia because he was it was an actual surgery and they had to put him to sleep so they could, you know, like cut it open and stick the needle in and do all that stuff, icky, gross stuff. Um, that's when he was okay. We got food that day after surgery. We got food and we came home. We ate dinner together. We watched TV. We watched wrestling, actually. Then, that that night, I had to leave. I went to go get his medication and everything that he would need for the weekend. I um, said goodnight to him, got his things ready, did everything I needed to do. And I'm preparing him because it's late. And Grandpa never really stayed up late. So it's a little after 9.30, almost 10. I talk to him. I tell him goodnight. I tell him I love him. The next day, I found him in his bed. His body was cold. His mouth was open and it was foamy. what I'm thinking, I think Grandpa had a heart attack in his sleep and that just I was nervous I was scared I cried I tried to wake him up had to call 911 in an emergency it was Saturday it was Saturday morning October 17th Grandpa had um, passed away before um, the ambulance get to our house. We're on 911 dispatch. We called and they told us stay on the phone. We're gonna do CPR. So me and my pops, stepdad, we're doing CPR. You know, they're telling us how to do it. Breathe in. Breathe out. One, two, three. You know, we're counting down. One, two, three, four. Okay, we're counting down. You know, so we're doing CPR for like a good 10, 15 minutes until the ambulance gets get to our house. And I remember standing in the corner of grandpa's room I 
I'm looking at the people. Um, I'm looking at the ambulance, the paramedics, people that get to the house, come in our room, they come in my grandpa's room, and standing in the corner of his room, and I'm looking to see. I looked at the monitor. His heart rate never came up. And at this point, my tears were just rolling, rolling down my face. And I remember it like yesterday. And I cried, and it hurt me so much to see them trying to bring Grandpa back to life. And I was hurt. I was shocked. I was... I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I felt like it was my fault. And I know it's not my fault. But I was so tired. I was so tired that night before that I didn't get out of bed to to check on him. Like, I heard him snoring. I heard him. He was fine. So when I went to bed, I knew I had to get up early that Saturday morning. I had plans to have coffee with him. And he had dialysis Saturday. So he had a pretty pretty big Saturday things were easy and I knew I couldn't blame myself but I did for two days I blamed myself I cried and I cried because I thought it was my fault everyone's like it's not your fault it wouldn't happen regardless We don't know what happened, but we just say, you know, he had a a heart attack. His mouth was open and it was foamy. It was scary. It was so scary to look at him that way. Paramedics and the police were at our house. And then they were here for over an hour going on two two and a half hours paramedics came out and talked to me my mom and my sister and my stepdad and then they told us the news they told us that they couldn't bring grandpa back and they tried that's all they can do is try. And they told us the only reason why they tried because his stomach still felt warm. But his upper body, like his chest was cold. He was cold and he started to look a little pale. So 
That was it. It was gone. And October just went downhill because I didn't know what to do. I felt like I didn't know how to continue. I lost my best friend, I lost my favorite person in the world who I used to take care of every day and, you know, I did so much for him and, you know, we had a big plan, you know, we planned on getting him a haircut Taking his clothes to the cleaners, cleaning his room, you know. He was he was so excited. You know, I had big plans for him to do things with him. And it was just like everything just suddenly all the uh, suddenly just stopped. My life on a post I felt like I was pushing people away I didn't know how to react or how to tell people like it's not that I'm pushing you away y'all just don't understand that I lost my best friend he was like my world I lost my coffee partner you know TV partner, my partner that I used to binge and watch Netflix together, like, he was literally everything to me, and so October, it just went downhill for me, and so... Eventually, we had a we didn't have a full service for him because of COVID, and Grandpa didn't have a really big family, and he only had one one daughter. So we had a memorial service for Grandpa, and you know some of the family came and the people, and it was good. It turned out to be really good better than what we actually expected so grandpa wanted to be cremated so there was no actual viewing of a body which was fine for us so we got him cremated then we all got necklace well me my mom my sister and my brother we all got necklace and have some ashes in there so I always have a piece of him with me everywhere I go and sorry it's very emotional that I'm talking about it but it's because I'm just explaining why I've been gone so long so that happened then um, it's around November time so 
November comes and we're finally getting back on track or trying to. Then a week before Thanksgiving, the person that I was dating at that time decides to break up with me. And that kind of took me by surprise because um, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Especially with everything that had already happened. So, that happened in November, a week before Thanksgiving. Um, The person that I was with decided to break up with me over a text message. Which is really bogus and it was very, very um, terrible of him. Because we we had been dating, or we was dating over two years half and he really didn't have a really good explanation on why he broke up with me over a text message on why he did certain things he just literally blamed the whole relationship on me and said it was my fault because I was pushing him away said it was my fault and just said a whole bunch of things how it was how it was all me but at the end of the day it takes two people to make make a relationship work so i don't really get it i don't really understand it and i won't understand it i just don't like how he threw it in my face and said it was my fault and he said ever since my grandpa passed away that i was acting funny i was acting different and i was like honestly you wouldn't know you wouldn't know because I lost a best friend. I just didn't lose anybody. So, it was crazy to see all that happen before Thanksgiving. So now, Thanksgiving, I didn't have any plans. My plans were destroyed because I normally cook Thanksgiving with my grandpa. And we stay afraid and we cook food and we prepared and get it ready for my mom who my mom normally works Thanksgiving so late me would be ready and we would all sit down and you know talk and stuff but that didn't happen this year so this year I went to my grandma's house which wasn't anything fancy I went to my grandma's house spend the weekend with her then after Thanksgiving happened, I went to go and um, spread Grandpa's ashes at the um, cemetery where his um, dad was was buried at. So we did that, and then coming back, coming back into town and stuff. That next day, which was which was a Monday, I went to go get COVID tested because my pops was having symptoms of COVID. So me, my mom, my sister, we went to go get COVID tested, and it comes out that I was positive. I was positive for COVID, so there was nothing I could do. 
So for those two weeks, I quarantined at home. I quarantined for almost three weeks. And I didn't get any symptoms. I didn't have a cough. I didn't have a um, fever. Not once. Um, the only thing that happened during my COVID time that I have it, that I had it was, um, I had a runny nose, excuse me, I had a runny nose and so I was constantly taking allergy allergy pills and different things and whatnot. So, then when I went to go and get tested again. So, now I remind you, me and my sister, we're always together. We're close together. We stay together. And, you know, we um, share the same room as of right now and stuff. So, when we went to go get tested again, me and my sister got tested. And it said that... Our testing results will come back to um, four to six days. So mine came back within five days later. Um, my my COVID test came out that I was negative, which was absolutely phenomenal. I didn't have any symptoms, but I didn't know if I could or if my body was a carrier. I don't know, honestly, how that really works and not. But, so, I came back negative, and my sister's test came back positive, and she starts freaking out, and that was just pretty much our whole month of December being at home, just being at home because everyone had COVID, we didn't go nowhere, and everybody was so, so, so scared of us. And my test came out negative, and then my um, sister's test came out positive again, and she was freaking out. So she took she took a third test, and then her test came out negative. So which was finally good, cause now now it is getting closer, and it is December. It is December the 24th, which would be Christmas Eve, which is really, really good because now, now we feel like, okay, so we can actually do something, maybe actually see a little bit of family, and, you know, everyone's like, well, if we're not coughing, no fever, and you feel fine, then sure, why don't y'all come over? Which, honestly, it didn't feel like Christmas because my Christmas for the past seven years had been waking up early around midnight or staying up to midnight, opening presents first thing and just hanging out throughout the night with our presents and making coffee for me and grandpa just having a really good Christmas Eve and it was great but it didn't feel like Christmas at all because grandpa wasn't here 
it didn't feel like it was the same. I was like, I don't even know, like, shopping wasn't the same. I remember buying so many things for Grandpa for Christmas, and we would go shopping together so we can buy Christmas presents for my mom and other people, and it was like, it wasn't the same. It felt weird. I told myself, how could I? How could I have Christmas? How could Christmas be good? How could Christmas be good if Grandpa wasn't here, you know? And I told myself, I have to. I have to put an effort. I have to try to have Christmas. I knew that I just couldn't be sad the whole time and mopey like I wanted to be. So here we go. Everything was good. Me and my sister were clear. And here we go. We're going to my grandma's house, which is a tradition to go to my grandma's house on Christmas and spend Christmas Day with my grandma and my cousins. So we did. It was good. I had a very good Christmas. Christmas turned out to be better than what I expected. Um, a lot of people got me some really nice gifts. Christmas Day, we went to go to Starbucks. I hung out with them. I played some games. So, overall, Christmas was good. Now, I remind you, most of us haven't gone anywhere because everyone's so scared of us in COVID, which we know, we get it, we understand why. So... I come back home and I just spent the rest of the year of 2020 being here at home, you know, not really doing much. All I did was read a little bit and catch up on some shows on Netflix, but I didn't do anything fancy. So... That was pretty much the end of the year. Um, I made this podcast, guys, because I hadn't did a podcast in so long. And I was really just explaining y'all about everything that has happened to me in the end of 2020. 2020 was definitely a whirlwind of a ride. You know, a lot of things happened few good things but there was more bad things than good things and I did try to look at the positive side but it wasn't much positive going on a lot of a lot of events happened in 2020 they made 2020 bad so I was just explaining y'all the reason why I took a huge long break from podcasts but I am back Yes, Brittany is back, and this is definitely my very first podcast of 2021. I hope everyone has a lovely 2021. 
up all your wishes and everything you want to happen this year i hope it happens and if y'all have any goals or any any goals or anything new that you want to do this year let me know i would definitely like to y'all like for y'all to tell me my new year's resolution or goal is to read over 50 books which that is my goal for this year and to also stay on track and do a podcast every week so every week there should be a podcast just be on the lookout i don't know which days i'm gonna do it on but as of right now every week there would there will be a podcast up so with that being said this is Brittany. happy new year's to everybody welcoming the new year of 2021 peace and blessings and stay tuned for the next podcast whenever that is bye